Now, broadcasting on Radio Star Worldwide, it's time for Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire. Join Dr. Rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence, our body intelligence, and our energy intelligence. And now, here's your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. Welcome. So welcome to my show. This is Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is your prescription for your transformation. And I'm really excited to be here. This has been long in the making. And there's so much that I do want to share, so many learnings that I've had over the years. And so I will be your radio host. I will be introducing new ideas, new voices, and uh, and doing many, many interviews. And so this is really that platform that welcomes all voices. And hearing these new voices so that we may learn new and better ways to navigate the storms we find ourselves in. And because it's really all about that. It's really all about, you know, discovering new ways, new things that can help us transform and create the magic, create the life that we all desire. Because when you really think about it, there is an intelligence around us. There is a reason that you are here right now listening in or wherever you are if you listen into this later on. Because there's also an intelligence inside of you. And so I always like to refer to the mind intelligence, the body intelligence, as well as the energy intelligence. And it is all about tapping into that authentic genius because I really do feel there's a genius within, within all of us. And as you tap into that personal genius that you have, then you get to master the life that you really want to have. So when you start analyzing it, you really truly are the summation of all your beliefs, all your experiences, all the decisions you've made up to this very, very moment. So really, it's your fault. It's your fault that you're here. And so that's actually something that you can celebrate. Celebrate that you're here today and taking ownership of the fact that you brought you here. Whatever it is, whatever it is that's happened in your life, it's all that, that brought you here right now. And when you get to own that, when you get to own your own personal greatness and also the stuff, the baggage that you carry around, you know, change can happen, progress can happen, and it happens on purpose. So for today, I feel really blessed. I feel really blessed because of my parents, my friends, my teachers, and my mentors. And I'm really excited to welcome a very, very dear friend of mine, teacher and mentor, an inspirational leader, a thought leader that we all need to start listening to because of the things that he's aware of, the things that he's learned, and the learnings that he's gotten from others, and the things that he's also created as a thought leader as to how we can navigate the world in front of us. And so today, I'd like to invite Mitchell Stefko. Thank you so much, Mitch, for joining us today. Hey, Bart. It's fantastic to be here with you and uh, all your listeners. Excellent, excellent. So let me just introduce briefly, um, <clears throat> you know, Mitchell and, and this really exciting topic uh, that I'm very eager to, to dive into with Mitchell because I feel that he's really, truly one of the leading experts in this field. But Mitchell is um, what they call the Silicon Valley Business Rapid Growth Ninja, helping many companies, 150 companies in, in over, you know, $5 billion capital for growth. He's a CEO, coach, and strategy advisor, a co-founder of the Conscious Leaders Mastermind Group and Conscious Leaders Network, 
And also what I'm very excited about, and hopefully we'll have some time at the end, he's also the co-founder of Belief Medicine. And, and this is also what the future of medicine is all about. So Mitchell, today's talk is really about something that's, that I find is, is really about <clears throat> our future. In fact, truly, that is always what my talks are all about. It is about that future. It is about our experience as being human, this being, the, this being human and bringing in those voices so that we can actually refine our identity, our programs, and our memes, and really establishing our greater independence from that generative and collaborative uh, place. So it's about creating change and creating <clears throat> and, and enhancing life. But today, what's, what we really are taking for granted in all of this is our business environment, our business culture. And it's very sustainability in our changing world. And in fact, the sustainability of the world, if it doesn't change. And to talk about this, you know, Mitchell, you know, what is it that you want to refer to this, this, this element of business that we need to start talking about? Well, I think, Bart, and, and again, thank you for having me on. And I, I know enough about you to know that you're already very connected to the idea of, of leading consciously in conscious business. You know the you know the, what's generated most of the uh, economic benefit and has allowed the world to honestly be able to grow from a billion people a, a century ago to north of seven billion now <clears throat> has primarily been through capitalism, and capitalism you know is about creating goods and services and finding a buyer for those goods and services. Uh, I think when capitalism started and and in the, if you go back a hundred couple hundred years ago uh, to the industrial revolution. Uh, a lot of this was started by, people would argue, but mainly very value-centered, uh, highly principled people that uh, where you, well, it was just assumed that you would do good while you're doing business, and your word was your handshake. And somehow capitalism has evolved into, in many sources, not always, I mean, there's, I, there's plenty of wonderful conscious companies. All right. I think we just lost uh, Mitchell there for a moment. Um, hopefully we'll get Mitchell back uh, right in, in a second. And so what really Mitchell's talking about here is this whole element of, you know, what is capitalism really all about today? And in listening into much of what's happening in the media and many of the narratives of the early conversations is that it almost seems that capitalism is, is a bad thing. It's, Bart, it's, can you hear me? Yes, are you back? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, I must have gone away. Uh, but the idea is that uh, you know there's a, a lot of capitalism, and, and again, this gets a lot of press right now. That uh, a lot of companies solely operate for the absolute maximum profit. And in fact, if you're a publicly held company now, if as a CEO you do not do everything to maximize absolute profit, you literally cannot be not only be thrown off your board. Um, you could literally be prosecuted in some cases for doing anything that doesn't maximize profit on an absolute level. And again, while there are a number of companies that are more conscious and have always operated consciously, I, I think there, there's a lot of press and there's a lot of evidence that a lot of companies are, you know, again, outsourcing jobs, you know, not respecting the environment, not respecting their employees, not even in many cases respecting their customers. And uh, I, I think I'm one of the major mega trends 
that I'm seeing, similar to being involved very early in the Internet trend in the mid-'90s, is that there is a sea change that's happening now where people are realizing that we have to combine other things besides just ultimate profit maximization to to the, what is already generally a very successful model for generating wealth and abundance in the planet, which is capitalism. Great. So, but let, let's talk about the whole purpose of, of conscious entrepreneurship. I mean, you know, why do we really need that today? I mean, if, if somebody says, look, you know, I'm, I'm and, and I think this is what's happening a lot, is that people are operating out of a place of scarcity. And so, yeah. therefore, from that space, then they are just going to want to get as much money as they can. They don't really care about anybody else. So, so where, where is the rub, if you will, that, that if we don't start tapping into this conscious entrepreneurship, this consciousness, you know, what's going to happen? Well, I think there's a lot of people that have concerns overall environmentally. The biggest corporations now, as as most people are aware of, literally control the governments they work with. I mean, because of the way our political systems are set up, you know, massive amounts of capital, billionaires, um, literally fund candidates or fund uh, politicians to make certain decisions. So the, the, even the system of representation that our republic was founded on, um, I would argue that you know you and I probably don't have people representing our interests as much as um, several of the most major corporations or the wealthiest billionaires on the planet. And you've seen this arise with the you know when I mean, we've got a, a democratic a legitimate Democratic candidate for president, Bernie Sanders, who's an avowed socialist who would like to move more toward a, a European uh, social democracy type of thing. And, and again, that has its pluses and minuses. But um, I do know that, uh, you know that if people can be inspired to build and have that capitalistic view, but also be inspired to uh, do right by their employees, inspired to do right by other vendors, inspired to greater transparency, inspired to have a, an ec- ecological environmental footprint. Um, you know, many companies are now proving that you can do all those things, and in the long run, um, you're actually proving that those companies can outperform um, non-conscious companies on Wall Street. So then here's the question. So, you know, obviously <clears throat> the regular guy like yourself, myself, um, you know, we don't have that voice. We don't have that leverage. So what are people like us to do? How, how, how can we be that instrument of change so that we can, you know, actually have an impact on the future for our children's and our children's children? Well, every single person here can start acting more consciously and voting with their dollars. And we're seeing that now that we have social media, uh, you know, being ver- verbal on social media and voting with your dollars. If you have two or three choices of what kind of toothpaste you can buy, and one of them is organic and one of them does not, uh, you know, tries to use less, uh, less toxic footprint on the planet or has d- tubes that are more disposable, I saw a great company that's developing an e- uh, a biodegradable wrapper for their chocolates, their organic free trade chocolates, and they've, they've in, even at a higher price, they've developed a wrapper that will degrade and compost in eight weeks. So you can start looking for those companies and voting with your dollars and your wallets. And, you know, if you look at what happened with apartheid and, and people stopped investing in companies related to that, um, it forced change. 
And that's happening now across a lot of spectrums. And there, for example, are a couple groups that are rating companies. There's a company type of company called a benefit corporation. And benefit corporations apply, have, to, have to apply to more of a triple bottom line of both social, environmental, as well as bottom line. So you could look at the people go to bcorporations.com and look at that. Or there's another company called gamechangers500.com which ranks companies in terms of how good of a corporate citizen are they, how good do they treat their people, how good do they treat everybody in the food chain, how, how mindful are they of their environmental imprint. And so, uh, you know, money is power. And so, and, and, and a lot of, you know, higher-minded, you know, valued people, you know, wince at that. But, you know, we all spend money every day, and we can make more conscious choices to vote with our dollars on the companies that are acting most consciously. And and there is sometimes the challenge, right? I mean, we see people who have very healthy unhealthy lifestyles do unhealthy things. You know, what's going to inspire them and motivate them to start looking into the future and potentially buy something that's actually more expensive for them, but they're actually saving the environment. You know, what what's the message that we can start giving out to people? so that they understand the implications. Well, it depends on where you're at. You know, Bart, obviously, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, if you're living in the United States and you're making minimum wage, you're probably not going to be able to buy organic, but you may be able to buy organic on a few items. Um, their, their organic farming is getting up now to where the price difference is not that much. And if you look at a lot of studies that I've seen where you have get a much higher nutritional content from organic foods, you're probably going to reduce your health costs and you're going to reduce your sick days. Um, we have a program for helping people overcome insomnia called thesleepcompanion.com. And a recent study just showed that, you know, we have it's a $197 program, which people go like, wow, that's a lot more than NyQuil. But over the course of a year, you're going to spend three or $400 on NyQuil. And there's a lot of ingredients on NyQuil you may not want to be taking for a year or two. Right. Not to mention yeah. the lot. Not to mention the lost work days due to sick. Uh, the Harvard just came out with a study a year ago of over 1,200 employees that showed that the average cost to an employer, uh, and this would be a cost to you if you're an hourly or daily worker, of lost work days due to sickness or or, or of or uh, what they call presenteeism, where you're there but you're not at operating at a high level, is over two thousand dollars a year. Right. So, you know, if, if everybody's talking about, oh, I want to be more healthy, the number one thing you can do to be more healthy is get the seven to nine hours of sleep you need every single night of your life. And having been an insomniac for 30 years who now sleeps fantastically, I can tell you no one thing is going to change your life more than that. And in fact, part of our passion for sleep is that if people want to become more conscious, more present, more aware of their mind, their body, and their energetic body, that kind of starts with being well rested. It's very hard to be conscious if you're exhausted. You know, and you're very, very right about that. And what I like to do is get back to that. And you're right after uh, the break that we're going to start in a second. And also, right after the break, <clears throat> really talk about you know how people can, can get more information or what people are doing today to getting that message out. So we'll be right back after this break. We'll be back with Dr. Rademacher right after these. It's people's secrets that make them interesting. People have been trusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now you can hear them too on Radio Star Worldwide every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. So have you been to the horse and cow yet? 
The Horse and Cow is a bar that caters to the submariner fleets and has been doing it for over 60 years. They've been in San Diego, San Francisco, Bremerton, and Guam. Today, they are famous for their burgers and hot wings and their signature drink, Nuke Waste. On their show, they talk with the brewing houses and distillers, liquor distributors, and patrons of the Horse and Cow. Yes, the Horse and Cow has a reputation for being an off-the-hook bar for submariners. But everyone is welcome, so pull up a chair and join the fun. And if you can't make it to the Horse and Cow Live, listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio Star Worldwide. It's happy hour at the Horse and Cow. Welcome back to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. And now, once again, your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. All right. This is Dr. Bart Rademacher, Prescription for Your Transformation. And I'm here with uh, Mitchell Stefko, one of the uh, conscious entrepreneurs and thought leaders in the changing business environment that we need to experience in our future. And so we were just talking about you know, the conscious entrepreneurship and, and how capitalism has evolved over the years. And it's really incumbent upon us as the consumers to now stay, start taking action. And as Mitchell was saying just before the break, you know, you know, using your dollar and dollar as power. And my question that I'd like to ask Mitchell uh, before we talk a little bit more, bit, bit more about the sleep issue is really, you know, what are people doing right now that are getting that message out? It's one of my passions. It's one of the things that I'm looking to do myself. And that's the reason for this radio show and some of the other social network uh, things and, that I'm doing. But I also want to hear from the expert, you know, what is it that you are aware of today that people are effectively doing so that people are getting that message and getting inspired to start making smarter choices for themselves and their future? I think it's a great question, Bart. And again, I, I think it all starts with yourself because <clears throat> for us to um, serve the world in a better way, you know, we ourselves have to practice being more conscious and more present and more connected and more aware. I mean, one of my, one of my partners and mentors, Robert Diltz, says the beginning of all transformation is awareness. If you're not aware of something, you can't change it. So, you know, they're, they're very simple. There's a, there's a huge wave, but literally a, a tidal wave of mindfulness in leadership, and that's the idea of bringing, um, you know, mindfulness practices. Um, you know, it's another word for meditation, although it doesn't have to have any kind of religious or spiritual com- connotation. Just giving yourself a quiet mind practice that you give to yourself 15 or 20 minutes a day. It can be either led by a by a guided, um, you know, a guided uh, uh, a CD or or an audio, or it can be of self practice. It can be a traditional type of meditation. But we we don't give ourselves any quiet time or quiet space anymore to just really be present with our thoughts and listen. You you talked about the intelligence in your model of the mind intelligence and the body intelligence and the uh, energy intelligence. And one of my favorite quotes was by Joan of Arc, who was this, you know, teenager, you know, being the leading general in France. And the general says to her, like, how come God only talks to you? Why should we follow you? She said, God's talking to all of you, too. You're just not listening. Right. And, and that that is so true. And, and actually, I'm, I'm just coming out with a book uh, called 52-Week uh, uh, Success Plan. 
And and one of the chapters is really um, inspiring people to tap into this habit of listening to your own body. And so that's where this mindfulness really comes into play as well, is when you start listening in to yourself and the environment so that you can actually make smarter choices. But the challenge that I still see is that, you know, we so many of us are stuck with uh, what's just happening politically, what's happening in the media, what's happening on TV, you know, sports. I mean, we have so many distractions, especially with the advanced technology that we have today and social media just, you know, exploding. You know, and, and my challenge, and, and maybe this is something that you and I um, are going to have to brainstorm later on, but, you know, how are we going to get that message out there? What, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I think, you know, the social viral channels, the good news is, is this, I mean, you've got your own radio show. Um, you know, that was very difficult to do 20 years ago. It's very easy to do now. Um, the hot forms of social media become very viral where people who want to hear can listen to other audiences. Now, it's it's still up to people to want to listen and to choose where they're spending their time. I mean, I've I've chosen, especially with all the violence on television and and the hyper political season to essentially, you know, go on a diet of far less television and news. And I choose my news more selectively now uh, than I did in the past. And I, I'm spending more time listening to music. I'm spending more time talking with friends. It's a choice. I mean, the average American watches three or four hours of television a day. The average person that's younger is spending three to four hours on social media a day. Uh, you know, again, those are. Over the course, I think one of my other friends calculated over the course of 20 years, those four hours, even a day, even applying it at something that was income-producing at $20 an hour would equal over a million dollars. So it's, again, starting to be present because the, the way our minds naturally work, and I don't have to tell you this, you're a doctor, is that most of the time we are unconscious. We're, we're running on autopilot. And part of, part of being more conscious and being awake is consistently trying to find those patterns and snap out of them so that we're not just on autopilot, that we don't just come home at 6 or 7 and plop down in front of the TV for the next and lose the next four hours. That's a you know, choice. Yeah. That's a choice. Yeah, you're so right about that. And it, what's interesting you said that because I was at a point in my life, um, I was like uh, 39, 40, you know, I was very educated. I speak four languages, lived in five different countries, and I was confused. I was confused because I was stuck in my life until I heard new voices. You know, I wasn't going to make a change. And, you know, it is about having, you know, access to that new information, those new voices, that new new awareness. And that really is and, – and the real challenge, too, is as I find it – is that sometimes we just don't know what we don't know, or it's way too complicated to get. And um, I love this, the world of, of personal uh, development, you know, personal growth, because it really allows you to get access to new re- resources within yourself, because there is truly what I call, what I don't call, but what, I, what I've heard before called the 20x factor. There's 20 times more inside of you. And just making sure that we get it. But the problem is that I see, and it's the reason for my book, and this is why I'm talking about this right now, is that it's really hard to get that information. And so the book that I'm coming out just really simplifies it, 52 different habits that you can quickly implement that really, if, if you did just one of those, would completely change your life. 
And one of the key, you know, things that we need to change in our life, and I want <clears throat> to ask you about it now, is really about sleep. You know, we just take that for granted. <clears throat> Again, in our busy life, you know, the things that we have to do, there is a chronic lack of sleep. And so <clears throat> what I'd like the, the listeners to hear, because I know you're an expert at this, and if you've got this phenomenal program out there, then it makes very excited and, and really inspire people to start looking into and get access to it. But what are the problems with sleep when you don't sleep enough, and what can we do about that? Um, I'll, I'd like to start on that in just a second. I want to say a few more things about mindset. And again, you know, my favorite thing to do and the best thing that I've seen and in modeling the most successful people in the world is that they typically are giving themselves 15 to 20 minutes a day. And even if you just have five, if that's all your schedule allows, and it's probably one of your 52 habits when people get the book, but but start your day with, with, with a, a some type of mindfulness or still mind practice so that you can get yourself into a state that feels more connected to yourself and where you're, it's almost kind of like taking out the trash every day so you can go into the day with a clear mind. And then the other thing that I recommend to all of our clients in the, in the, um, in the, uh, the mindful uh, uh, success, the successful uh, uh, conscious leaders group, is, is to kind of set your intention for what kind of day you want to have. And those two things together are unbelievably powerful. And it's, again, it's an easy habit to start doing because you'll start to see magical things happen in your life. And uh, even if it means, you know, again, that you want to protect your sleep. And uh, so it's finding that 15 minutes from either you get up earlier 15 minutes every day and go to bed 15 minutes earlier. But the most important single thing you'll do is to start your day right and get yourself into a positive mindset. One of my hugest passions is is growth mindset and positive mindset and how do we how we can choose how we feel. Most people don't understand that that you every feeling, every moment you're choosing to feel something. I think you said something about that at the beginning. And even when thoughts or beliefs trigger in that create a thought or feeling that you may not be find pleasurable in the moment, you don't have to choose to stay with that feeling. Right. It's all a choice. Right. So the sleep, what I like to say in one of the slogans I created that a lot of people love is that sleep isn't the end of your day. It's the start of your day. So even before that first 15 minutes that you give to yourself, um, getting deep, restful sleep, and again, we've gone way far away from that in our society. Americans used to sleep an average of nine hours a night 50 years ago, and we're now down to six and a half hours all the leading sleep places in the world say that the average American needs uh, between seven and nine hours, and the average is eight. So, you know, the reason why there's a Starbucks on every corner and why Five Hour Energy is a four or five billion dollar company is because people are using short term energy booster things to basically make up for the energy that they've lost by not getting proper rest every night. Right. And, you know, for, it's, it's multifactorial. It's, it's sleep has, you know, in our sleep model, there are, you know, we have seven different uh, strategies we've modeled for successful sleepers. Um, it's everything from going to bed and getting up at the same time every day to having your room at a comfortable temperature to making sure you block out light and noise distractions to, you know, even having kind of some quiet downtime. I mean, we're all going 
a thousand miles an hour right now, and it's like my metaphor is if you're driving a Ferrari at 120 miles an hour, and even with a car like that that's so high performance, if you put on the brakes, you still need a couple hundred feet to stop. And so one of our recommendations for sleep, along with listening to our program, is to give yourself that last 30 to 60 minutes to only do of the day, to only do things that are relaxing and help you wind down from the hectic day that you've undoubtedly had. Right. You know, that uh, clearly in our busy and demanding world is, is a challenge in of itself. And, you know, I find myself challenged with that as well especially when I get into that creative mode and, and I go past, you know, the midnight hour well into the wee hours in the morning and, um, and I, I get to suffer the next day. And the truth is, is that, you know, our bodies do need to recover. We do require that recovery time so that we can function optimally. And, and in so many different, you know, aspects of our body, whether it is the mind, whether it is the body, or whether it is the, the energy within us. And that's where that intelligence comes in as well. And so I'm excited that you are you have created this program that's going to help people just get into that mindset again, as you talked about, so that they can live a healthy lifestyle. And the interesting thing, too, is when you've got better sleep, your, your life is magnified. It is so much better. And, and our intention and our beliefs get to be magnified as well, which is something that, you are very passionate about and after the break what I'd like to do is is talk a little bit about you know belief medicine and and what is that all about and you introduced that to me and very excited about that concept and and this is something that I believe or I know is going to revolutionize the future of medicine and so Fantastic, right after the break Mark, look forward uh, to it. let's talk about it Fantastic. We'll be back with Dr. Rademacher right after these. Stand up and speak up with host Walt Grassel, sharing stories of people who have taken steps to overcome their fears and now lead stronger, more fulfilling lives. Are you ready to take that first step towards a different life? Join Walt as he shares his tales of triumph over stage fright in public speaking. Walt has performed stand-up comedy at the Hollywood Improv, as well as the Flamingo in Las Vegas, and wants to help you conquer whatever is holding you back. Join him and his guests for Stand Up and Speak Up, every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Radio Star Worldwide, and on demand 24-7. If you are a family historian passionate about preserving and sharing family films and stories, a filmmaker wanting to move analog, legacy, or found footage into a digital project or documentary, a genealogy buff, memory keeper, or archivist, this show is for you. The Home Movie Legacy Project. Rhonda's passion for home movies and independent filmmaking stems from running Pro 8mm based in Burbank, known as the Super 8 experts for production and legacy footage for over 30 years. They have worked on thousands of projects for moguls and the masses, including Hollywood blockbusters such as Argo, Super 8, and JFK, TV shows, music videos, commercials, and the personal family film legacy of the world's most famous faces, industry icons, award-winning documentaries, and archival footage for the presidential libraries and museums. Each show will focus on compelling interviews with people who are telling their personal stories using home movies as a jumping-off point, sharing what was discovered, or what was challenged, or what was confirmed. Expert guests will share best practices to organize, digitize, socialize, and even monetize your old media formats and cutting-edge ways to bring them back into your digital life. 
And don't miss the weekly Tech Talk segment featuring Phil Vigent, the other half of the Pro 8mm story. Learn insider industry secrets of how to become head of your own studio. Don't miss the Home Movie Legacy Project, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Radio Star Worldwide. Welcome back to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. And now, once again, your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. Well, welcome back. Really excited to be talking to uh, Mitchell Stefko. And there truly is a common thread to this entire conversation, even though we jump from you know, conscious capitalism to sleep. And the way that, that I'd like to recap it is by saying this. And, and Mitchell, you know, positioned it really extremely well and, and has helped me understand that aspect of our life. But it's really about having that right mindset, the right mindset that's going to take care of you, take care of your identity so that you get your own independence, as I like to put it, and so that you get to be in that space of what I call generative collaboration, where you really get to collaborate with the rest of the world to make the world a better place and being the change that you want to see in the world. And so, again, it is about having that mindset, having that congruency with self so that you're not fighting the lions and the tigers in this world trying to survive because you've got that independence and you can start making smarter decisions. And a smarter decision then is not trying to beat the race by not sleeping, but really about having a proper sleep. And one of the things that I I talk about in my book um, is about making um, a schedule where you actually have non-negotiable parts to it. And one of the non-negotiables, you know, as I position that, is eight hours of sleep. Stop negotiating with that. And as when I changed that in my life, it had a dramatic effect. Not that I've always slept as well as I would like to, because I didn't do all the things that, that Mitchell was talking about, making sure that the environment was great, that there's no light and everything else. But making it non-negotiable has, has given me a much healthier state uh, in my life. And so I want to welcome back uh, Mitchell again. And, um, Thanks, Bart. And uh, I wanted to, before we move on to the next topic, I wanted to let all your folks know that uh, if they want to go to thesleepcompanion.com, we have up for a little while longer. We're going to be taking it down probably by the end of the year or early in January. We have a complimentary audio that people can listen to as they fall asleep, which is a, a, a sample part of the overall sleep companion program and it's how to release racing thoughts like if your if your sleep problem is your head hits the pillow and all you're thinking about is all you didn't get done today and all that you're not going to get done tomorrow or or how your kids are doing and or not doing or or whatever is worrying you if you can't find the off switch to your brain we have a phenomenal complimentary audio at the sleepcompanion.com for uh, all of your listeners oh that's great and i'll make sure that we get a uh a link on the website uh, www.drrademaker.com so that you can uh, get access to us. So thank you for that, Mitchell. And also, just to, again to step back on the uh, on the on the, if people want to learn more about how to be more of a conscious leader. We've also got a similar uh, gift that is phenomenal. Um, you've actually experienced this, Bart. It's Walt Disney's strategy to create anything. And uh, that essentially comes as an audio with a handout, and you can people can find that at consciouslm.com. The word conscious, L for leaders, M for mastermind.com, and we'll be getting out a lot more uh, complimentary content to people over the 
over the next year that that for that's only been exclu- available to our exclusive a group of 40 um, business owners and CEOs around the world that paid 25000 to be in a private year-long program. We're going to be releasing lots of that content next year so we can get this message out to, to a broader broader world and impact more people. Well, that's awesome. So just to repeat that, this www.consciouslm.com, correct? Yeah, and there's uh, you just uh, put in your first name and your email, and we'll get you uh, – the process, the same strategy and process that Walt Disney used to create every one of his products, all of his um, amusement parks, uh, it's still being used at Disney, it's used at Pixar, it's used in major corporations. It's very easy to learn and very easy to implement. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't create products, I literally use it to create my week and what my experience of each week of my life is going to be. So I, I plan my life in day, week, month, quarter, and year. And that's when, whenever I'm at my best is when I'm adhering, like you said, to something that's just not negotiable, which is literally just making a decision to plan to optimize your day, your week, your month, your quarter, and your upcoming year. You know, you're so right. And, you know, I coach a lot of people and I remind them you've got 268 hours every week. You know, if you don't uh, define what those hours are going to be for, someone else will. And if someone else does, it's it's really you know taken away from you. Yeah. So Elon Elon Musk, who basically has created you know four companies that have changed the planet, he created he created PayPal. Those you don't know, Elon Musk. He's he's all of forty one right. years old. He created PayPal. He created the the solar company that's public. That's basically bringing affordable solar panels to homes and businesses all over the world. He created Tesla, the automobile company, and he's created SpaceX, the world's first commercial private spacecraft company, which is going back to the moon next year and has gotten $4 billion in government contracts. So this guy could have retired or could have just done the same thing over again after PayPal, and he looked at what are three or four of the world's biggest problems and challenges and has gone out after him. And again, he has the same hours every day as every one of us. He's just uh, he's just much more purposeful and uh, effective in leveraging all of his resources more fully than most of us do. Uh, so you mean it's it's his fault, right? It's his fault. <laughs> exactly. But it also would have been his fault if he'd taken his money from PayPal and laid on a beach the rest of his life. But instead, yeah. he he chose to each create chose to create three more world changing companies, and you know my bet is he'll probably create another ten more, twenty more over his career. Yeah, and the guy is still pretty young, so he's got a lot left in him. So that's really exciting. He literally, he literally is a modern day, you know, modern day Edison in terms of what he's creating, and he right. probably will be more impactful than Thomas Edison was. Right. No, it's it's amazing. And so, just to uh, recap, the other website for the uh, sleep uh, program, what was that again? That is thesleepcompanion dot com. So the word the sleep. And then companion c o m p a n i o n dot com, and uh, right at the home page we have a great audio you can download, listen to, and uh, start releasing your racing thoughts and and sleeping better tonight. And uh, of course, this is just one small part of our overall program that's highly impactful. My partner and wife, Dr. Olga Stevko, um, developed the majority of this program. I've helped with some parts of it. And uh, in her private practice, she has a 99% uh, reversal rate for insomnia. It's stunning. Well, that's incredible. And our and our and our online product is you know gets up consistently the 80 to 90% range. So it's and we have a full money back guarantee. So you've got 
nothing to lose and have, having suffered for, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I suffered from insomnia for 30 years and nearly lost my life about 15 years ago. My health had gotten to such a bad state from my mm-hmm. insomnia that I had, I had the medical markers of somebody much older than my, than I was and, uh, decided to quit my, you know, amazing career, uh, go find the solution to this, spent three to four years looking for it, worked on it with my wife and partner. She worked on it with many private clients and has now evolved what we believe is the, the most effective insomnia reversal program on the planet. Oh, that's amazing. And, you know, that's one of the things that I will be very passionate to help you promote because it really truly is a game changer when you get to sleep well. And by taking it for granted or not having solutions out there to restore your health every single night, because the truth is, is that there's a lot of challenges to our body, to our mind, to our emotion, to our energy, is that we do really need that time. And one of the major reasons, I mean, I actually was listening to Deepak yesterday on super genes. You know, he's talking about only 5% of our genes really are singularly um, causing disease. The other 95% aren't. And so basically, you know, whatever it is that we're doing in our life, whatever it is that we're eating, whatever it is that we're thinking is what's going to change it. And so... So I'm excited about that and talking about thinking and also the common thread with all of this is, you know, making decisions. How do we make decisions? You know, what is that awareness that we're also going to have? And so I was very blessed and fortunate to, to meet you and, and your, your partner and wife, uh, Dr. Olga Stevko, and really enlightening me about the future of, of a field of mes- medicine that you guys are founding called belief medicine and um, just right before the break we've got about three minutes but um, and we'll continue after the break but really we'd like to have your perspective of what that really is all about so that the listener gets to understand as I understand is that modern medicine isn't really our solution in it anymore technology is really going crazy with all these things and monitors that people believe are going to solve everything but they really don't and the real change needs to happen, not from a re- reactionary pr- perspective of what medicine is. And, you know, obviously medicine has advanced so much, but as a physician, been in the trade for over 30 years, I also understand that it's not working. And it's not working because of big pharmaceutical companies. It's not working because of government. They, they're just not helping. It's really about understanding that we're not even addressing the cause and the cause, you know, largely in what happens in our life today are our beliefs. So please share your perspectives, your thoughts. Well, Bart, as you know, people have, you know, thousands of beliefs and probably a hundred of hundred or hundreds of core beliefs. And a lot of those beliefs summarize up to a set of core values and principles that often govern how we run our lives. And in fact, how I help conscious leaders make better decisions is getting much clearer about their values um, that matter the most to them, and if they need to realign some of those with where they want to be, um, we help them do that so that everything goes through the filters of your values and your beliefs. Um, most people don't even know you can change your beliefs easily. Um, that's why we got so excited about applied neurosciences like neurolinguistic programming, medical and clinical hypnosis. Um, there, are, and there are probably a dozen different modalities out there, even cognitive behavioral therapy, in the, in the traditional therapy world is, is helping people identify what beliefs are that aren't serving you 
and going through paths to change them. You're literally like recoding the software, if you will, that's that's driving your life. And again, most people aren't even aware of what those are. But, you know, when you reach for that, that donut at 10 o'clock at night, you know, there's a belief or a pattern that's being triggered there that's probably unconscious, and you're probably not hungry. Uh, most of the time, it's it's typically either an emotional or some patterned condition response. And it's, again, identifying them, uh, finding out technologies that can help you change them so that you can literally be the designer of your own ultimate life. And what do you mean by, um, you, you piqued my interest there, what do you mean by technologies that can change them? Well, neuro-linguistic programming is one of the main okay. technologies that that my spouse Olga and I are, are uh, both the trained 10 years plus and advanced practitioners of. Uh, medical hypnosis can help you change beliefs that you have about yourself. A lot of times people get to a threshold in life, and that can help them change beliefs. I mean, I, I would rather not get to that. I, I like to say that God can either tap you on the shoulder or slap you across the face. I, I prefer the taps to the slaps, but a few times I've had to get to the slap phase in order to kind of wake up to 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 being that higher-level person I want to be and and adopting beliefs that serve me more than that don't support me. A great example of that for me is alcohol. I used to enjoy, you know, drinking recreationally, mainly nice wines. Um, it doesn't really serve my body. I don't have anything against people that do, but I know for me and for the type of level of presence and awareness that I want to be at, my body functions much better when I put cleaner fuel into it. You know, and I'll be honest with you, I would say that's true for everyone. And, um, you know, it's interesting being European and, and alcohol is, is very easily available to everyone. And so we don't really have a problem with uh, alcoholism in, in those countries, except for where it's not available. It's really interesting how that actually does work. But what's also interesting is that now there's that mindset that, you know, one or two units of alcohol per day is a healthy thing. And the truth is, is that it's only healthy because we have unhealthy lifestyles and it's not the right f fuel that our body needs. And I agree with you. I'm not against anybody drinking however much they want to drink. But let's be real here. You know, our bodies are not designed to process things like that. No. And so we really, really shouldn't. And um, so it's one, of, uh, it's one of the greatest myths in health, that, and it's and that's based on one or two isolated studies, mainly in cultures like France, where people have different patterns about how they they drink socially. They drink, they have a glass of wine with dinner with good friends over three or four hours, and then before that or after that, they've probably taken a two-hour walk. And so to 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 take that out of context and say, oh, a glass of alcohol every day is healthy for you when when we all now know this, the neurotoxic effects of alcohol, brain research by people like Dr. Daniel Amen, what we know now with neuroscience is that even small amounts of alcohol seriously impact your body's and your mind's performance. They just yeah. do, and the, and the effects can go on for days or weeks after a single event of drinking. So, you know, that's that's the current modern research that's out there and if people it's it's easy to find and i'm sure you'll have it hosted on your site for those that want to and you know now my favorite you know my favorite drink is water with meyer lemon or it's uh various forms of healthy herbal teas or you know if when i want to go wild then i'm okay with a little sugar some natural raw organic uh coconut juice 
Right. No, I, I get that. And uh, and let's just uh, wrap that up right after the break. I want to uh, add some things to that. So we'll continue right after the break. We'll be back with Dr. Rademacher right after these. Do you like the rock and roll way of doing things? How would you like to learn how to apply them to your business? Then tune in to the Tim Gillette Radio Show every Tuesday on Radio Star Worldwide. Tim Gillette is the creator of Rock and Roll Keys to Business Success, using music, motorcycles, and mentorship to teach entrepreneurs to become leaders in their industry. Join Tim and his guest every Tuesday at high noon Eastern on Radio Star Worldwide. Ask Roxy how to lead like it matters every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Roxy Hewardson is the Dear Abby of practical leadership advice. Whether you're a manager, an executive, or a CEO, running a large global firm, or a small business, or even just focusing on your life and family, join us on Ask Roxy. If leading other people or working with your boss is sometimes difficult for you and there are challenges you aren't sure how to address, tune in to Ask Roxy. Roxy's been there from the front lines to the C-suite as a leader, coach, teacher, and author. Her highly acclaimed new book, Lead Like It Matters, Because It Does, is a handbook, playbook, and workbook of must-dos, nice-to-dos, and really don't-dos of being an effective leader. Give yourself a boost this week with powerful advice that could actually change your life. Join Roxy and her guests and call in with your questions every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern right here on Radio Star Worldwide and on demand 24-7. Welcome back to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. And now, once again, your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. Welcome. Welcome back. And uh, I really like that intro, and and I just have to say I was just you know reflecting on our conversation uh, this, these last uh, forty five minutes, Mitchell. But you know we live in exciting times. I mean, just think of all the things that are possible. I mean, somebody's going back to the moon next year, and it's just absolutely amazing that we have such a privilege that we have so many things uh, available to us. And so it's really incumbent upon us to take advantage of it and to really make the most of it. There is no excuse anymore, you know, not to have the health and not to have the life that you desire. And everybody has different dreams, different requirements, not that one is any better than the other. But it's also the big dreams that, that clearly, you know, make the changes in our world. And, you know, I'm excited to be talking to Mitchell because I've got a lot of respect for uh, Mitchell and, and where he's come from, what he's doing, his vision and his passion. And together with his partner, uh, Olga Stefko, Dr. Olga Stefko, in introducing this whole entire concept of belief medicine. And that for me is a real game changer. You know, body medicine is changing as well in the, in the form of stem cells. Um, energy medicine is coming much more in the, in the forefront and, and tapping into some of the wisdoms of our ancients. But something that we have real access to today is belief medicine. And I just want to put it in perspective for a second. And if you think about it, we have about 70 trillion cells in our body. And every cell has a specific function, whether it's a heart cell or a muscle cell or a liver cell. But they all have the same purpose, and the same purpose is to survive. And so basically what happens with cells 
is that they're actually responding to the environment that's around them. They either move towards something so that they thrive or they move away from a threat so that they can survive. And it's the same thing with our genes. And for once we discovered genes, we thought this is the panacea of everything. We really thought that you know, their genes had an intelligence. They don't. They're, they're just a program. They're just a blueprint of what needs to happen. And it's interesting is that it's the proteins and the molecules around the genes that really determine what gets expressed from those genes. And so here again, the gene is responsive to the environment around it. And so when we take a closer look, and there's a great book by uh, Bruce Lipton, which is uh, uh, The Biology of Belief, it really is about, okay, what are those things that can affect the genes? And there's really only three. Number one is trauma. Number two is toxins. And it's shocking to know that there's over 350,000 environmental toxins that affect you every single day. Just think about, we were talking about sleep early on. Just think about the, the mattress and the sheets that you sleep on, you know, the toxins of the materials within those, how those affect your body. Eight hours a day is what you're supposed to. That's many hours of, of taking those toxins in. But the other one, the final factor, the key factor that really is predominantly the major influence of how our genes are being affected are beliefs. And when you think about it, beliefs are just no more than a bunch of electrical impulses and molecules and chemicals, you know, swimming around the genes. So when you can look at it from that perspective, that a belief has such a significant impact and what it is that is happening to your body. And here's where it really gets interesting. And this is just a, a, a sidestep from what I want to talk with Mitchell. But just like the wormholes that we have, the Einstein-Rosenberg break, we actually have the same kind of situation with our genetic material. 97% of our genetic material is we don't know what it is, and most people just classify it as useless. But somehow there is that that transfer of thoughts and energy between people. And so not only will our thoughts affect our cells and our body, but it is going to affect others. And so this clearly is a new discipline, a game changer in the future of health. And so I'd like to hear some of the perspectives that, that Mitchell has and, and Dr. Olga Stefko in, in regards to this. Well, for the average person, it's very difficult to, I mean, this is a big field to embrace. If you have thousands of beliefs that are driving your behavior and I love Dr. Lipton and he's also supportive of what we're doing with belief medicine is that he's going to contribute uh, articles and materials is that you know again like right now I believe I'm talking to Bart Rademacher um, you know is that a fact or a belief it's a belief that I think is a fact and probably a third party somebody listening uh, to this can uh, can say yeah I hear Mitch and Bart, so therefore Mitch is talking to Bart, and that's probably a fact. Um, it, another belief I have is that, you know, you're one of the brightest and most interesting people I've ever met. Now, that's an opinion, but it's still a belief that I hold very dearly based on 11 years of knowing you and seeing where your heart is and your passion for serving people and, and how you work and help people and just a consistent way of being over time. I mean, the definition of a belief is just an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. And then at the surface level, at the, at the belief, you're going to have a thought which is going to generate a feeling. And any feeling that you generate creates chemistry in your body. 
And if you, if you have a feeling that makes you feel great or makes you feel happy or makes you feel inspired, you're going to generate a lot of positive chemistry in your body. If you watch a lot of news and see, you know, what's going on with terrorism and say, and, you, and, you're, and, you're, and what's go, the thoughts that are going into your body and feelings and emotions are fear or resentment or anger or things like that, you're going to generate a lot of negative chemistry or, 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 or harmful, not helpful chemistry in your body. And that's where the whole bar to belief medicine comes down to is like, it's the idea of taking ownership for everything in your life. And from that point, trying to figure out how can I improve my own internal chemistry by improving my beliefs, which will in, in turn, you know, change my thoughts and my emotions toward things that optimize my body, optimize my genes. I mean, my, my wife and Bruce Lipton firmly believe that changing beliefs can literally change a gene expression. So just because somebody says you have the tendency for a gene to have X happen in your life, um, there's, a, there's some very smart people out there, and I'm not smart enough to see, and I think we'll be able to prove it empirically, that you can literally flip off the on or off the receptors through your beliefs and the feelings and emotions you generate because your, your body listens to the instructions it's given. Yeah, that's great, you know, with the whole study of uh, epigenetics. And I, I forget the exact uh, number of uh, switches that we have, but I think we have like, um, what, 20,000 uh, genes and something to the effect of 2 million switches. And these switches, they just switch on and off depending on what's happening in that environment. And so that's just a key concept. So, so, so here again, it's your fault where you're at. And what's interesting, what I'm excited because I'm also a life coach, is that, you know there's an opportunity to help people change their beliefs. And and just in in one minute, because we're about to wrap it up, Mitchell, is what are some of the things that you can see happening, whether it's your vision of of your company or others, as to what's going to be happening in the future about helping this belief medicine um, come out. Well, I think you're going to see more assessments of what your beliefs and values are, ways to online assess what are your core beliefs, uh, uh -huh. what are your most important values, um, and then ways through either apps and working with professionals like you or Olga or myself or other trained professionals, um, find strategies and processes to up-level your beliefs so that you can literally recode yourself to be, like you said, the, that 20 times your potential that's resting inside of yourself. That's the ultimate dream. And the idea for me is like, I'd love to decide what emotional state I want to be in in any situation, just like I would choose what clothing I'm going to wear for a specific event or activity. Right. Well, I'm really excited to have been talking to you today, Mitchell, and I wish uh, we had more time because I, it, I know that we could be talking for hours. And I would like to invite you to take this offline on a new social media platform called blab.im. And so we will be talking, and this will be an ongoing conversation of what people can get access to. And I'm very excited to make that happen with you and other people and really have you know, real people, real conversations, new voices, new changes, and changing the world. So I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher together with Mitchell Stevko. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for listening. And uh, this is your prescription for transformation. You can go to www.drrademaker.com. And thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. 
Join Dr. Barton Rademacher live right here on Radio Star Worldwide each week or on demand 24-7.